1: Music by Kevin McLeod. Hey man, let's go on a bike ride. Come on! Look at look at my new wheel! They're sweet! There are really just two types of people. Those who say I can't. And those who say I can. These people have been summoned here, by themselves, for their 1700 different reasons. Their unity comes from their mantra, I can, and their destination, a place they absolutely have to get to. What they will do to get there is monumental by anyone's standards, even their own. And you've arrived at that place. If your name's been screwed up on purpose and out of spite, it must be at the fault of... Pack Filler. Hey, everybody, you figured it out. We've got this smooth, well-oiled machine. Welcome to another episode of the Packfiller Filler Podcast. I'm Pat Bolger. I'm Mark Hodson. And we are still in the... Uh, well, I don't think we've ever really had a solid, one existing, constant Pack Filler studio.
0: We're kind of the... I would say the transience of the internet radio world. It,
1: it's been very mobile, and uh, that's what I like about it, though, because you know I want to be able to take this just about anywhere. If we're an event, if we're at, in a bar, if we're.
0: But if there is a multimillion-dollar studio waiting for us somewhere, we would probably take that also. Don't We're not poo-pooing the idea, but no. mobility is our friend so far, and it's worked for us. Yeah,
1: exactly. And, and I, you know, we're getting to that point, and uh, things are getting better. In fact, the rebuild of the home studio is is in progress. I admit it. I have a dump trailer out back, and I've been parting with many things that I don't use anymore. You know, it's that classic, if you haven't used it in two years, throw it away.
0: Here's, here's so the that. kicker. Like I've always been a South Hill kid. I mean I have I've not always, but I've always loved the South Hill. I've lived here for the last ten years. That's an area for those of you folks not from Spokane, the South Hill is kind of a I would say more of a quaint area of town, a little older, yeah. a little a little hipper, I would say, you know, but what it lacks <laughs> is convenience. And compared to the north side. Where yeah. I live, literally I am six minutes away from a, a dump transfer station.
1: So that's your convenience is getting ready to shit. <laughs> I'm
0: six minutes away from a Home Depot. I'm six minutes away from Goodwill. I'm six minutes away from a movie theater. I'm six minutes I'm like So am I though, downtown. I know, but try to try to dump that stuff off behind a uh, value village and you'll get tackled by either a bum or a security guard. Oh, and okay. uh, you know, it. I mean but I have I mean the convenience up north, I've honestly corporate America, I never thought I'd say this. Thank you. <laughs> um, it's, I've moved to the strip mall area, and I've I'm become a, kind of a convert. But I've been more of a convert because of the writing opportunities up north. I've forgotten. Oh,
1: that's a whole show in itself. Yeah. It's really, I think we should get on to a Spokane specific show and oh. just deal with with north versus south versus east west issues. Because I, I don't know, I, I'd I'd battle you on that one. Uh, well, no,
0: I know, I know. I would say that the writing is very very good, South Hill. For anywhere in the nation Probably I mean just an amazing place Yeah Up north We're st- I don't know if it's I don't know if there's anywhere better
1: I still th- Yeah you know what I'll give you that Okay anyway I gotta go on I gotta keep introducing okay, the show sorry about we- that
0: <laughs> I mean but that's on my mind Because I've been riding outside again Yes.
1: <laughs> oh you have Okay We gotta mention uh, sponsors Thanks to the Sufferfest Thanks for Dave McQuillan over there selling out those videos that make people, you know, I think you said it best, if you want to fit as many heartbeats into a 58-minute time gap, Sufferfest is the way to do it. Uh Thanks to Stitcher Radio. We are list, uh, listed on Stitcher Radio. If you have not figured that out and got that application on your uh smartphone. It's the way to go. It's the quickest way to get any of any of our shows or many other podcasts immediately loaded to your phone. It is a free app. Get over to stitcher.com, S-T-I-T-C-H-E-R.com and look us up. Uh, i like to throw a shout out, even though I hate saying the word shout out to our friend Dave Erickson, who was on the last show over at tryfocus.tv. Dave's got our video, our smiling puffy mugs up Pretty cool little episode. It was kind of fun to have been a part of that with Dave. And, uh, and you know, hopefully hopefully we'll get to do more with Dave in the future. He's 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 pretty good in terms hard, of that kind of hard stuff. Hard to go wrong with Dave, too. Yeah. I mean, boy, what a great guest. Absolutely. Yep. And um, I want to throw this out, and this maybe should be something a little bit later. It's They're not a sponsor, but I want to throw out a little way to go for uh, the people at Road ID. Always. I've got my Road ID here. There's, my... It's buckle good looking. Broke. My buckle broke. Really? Okay, yeah. The top of the buckle broke. It just probably, you know, kind of a whim thing. Two days ago, I sent them an email, not realizing that the email link on Road ID is to the owner of the frickin' company. Whoa. New buckles in the mail today. No charge. Threw it out there. I just said, you know, the buckle broke. Um, I don't, you know, I've only had it for about three months. Um, I wonder if there was some way I could get a replacement buckle. Not only did they just, they just said, yep, it's on its way. So I just want to throw them out. That's pretty cool. That they
0: wow. Do that. And Road Idea has been a huge sponsor of a lot of people. They're kind yeah. of the power bar of the 2010. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I do think uh – Road IDs. One, it's a great product. It's a safety conscious product. So yeah. thumbs up. They definitely backed up. They practiced what they preached. I mean, can you imagine what happened? Well, they got hit and his Road ID flew and hit someone in the eye. Yeah. Um. I mean, they've got to have a good solid buckle on there. Yeah. No. So. And,
1: and you know, I think they're kind of the. Hopefully, they won't turn out to be the Live Strong bands of the of the new age where people are all wearing them, and then five years from now we realize how stupid we looked. I don't know. But I, don't I don't know. wear one. Yeah, for a while. Yeah.
0: I thought they were kind of neat. I, I still, I still think the LiveStrong bands were a great idea. I mean, he basically started going, "I'll bet we can uh, raise a million dollars for cancer," and that's how he did it. Was a dollar at a time with those bands. Oh, God, he raised
1: more than a million. Raised that's more than a million. Mean.
0: Yeah, it was huge. But that's that's. I mean, if you look at the original story for those bands, he was trying to raise a million dollars just like through something silly. Which I mean, not I mean, I don't think he took himself too seriously. He said, "Hey, this is for cancer research." Oh yeah. And love or hate Lance Armstrong, that's what he did, and so um, he put his money where his mouth is. I, I but yeah, I don't wear them. I, I wore no, one for I probably a year. I held um, out. Yeah,
1: I wore them for a while,
0: and I, I, I still think they're great. It's a, it's a great message, but yeah, I don't wear them, and they are somewhat. Duchesque.
1: Yeah, they're getting to that point now, aren't they're they? A bit douchesque. Yeah, man. Yeah, well, um, um, you know. And speaking of Lance, oh man, I got tour withdrawal. I got a little too. It's, I'm a little, I'm a little sad. We're recording this Monday. If you're listening live, uh, come on to the face our Facebook page or our Twitter page. Send us a note. We've got. I just, oh man, you call me crazy, and you're getting. This is where I think we could get into it. I thought it was a pretty damn good tour.
0: I will say it was probably the best course I've ever seen.
1: Okay, so you liked where they rode, you didn't like how they rode.
0: I have my I have my complaints with the riders, but I think my complaints may be due to clean riding.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay, you know what that's one of my comments. I was going to say I think maybe this is me knocking on wood in the de- in the background. I, I think knocked. This is a sign that we have potentially a clean tour on our hands because a there was there, because there was no definite one dominating performance. Nobody was completely controlling the pack.
0: That was true. I think, um, and and I talked to a couple people about this too. Um, Roger and Jesse, definitely some friends of mine. Roger's been on the show. Um, Jesse'd love to have you on the show. Um, but having said that, uh, I thought it wasn't so much the performance that had to be dominating. People were worried about the recovery.
1: Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. No. Like, and, that's, and that's kind of the whole concept. Dadu, our dog, heard us um, knocking, knocking on, on wood. wood. Yeah, he's staring at the door. Um, so, uh, but um, I, yeah, I think that's kind of what the whole point of the blood boosting thing was anyway. It was to assist with that recovery procedure. I'm not a doctor. I just play one on TV.
0: I'll, I don't know, but I imagine there may have been a few more drugs, or even the EPO, to assist in the recovery. So that's what this it, year. No, no, no. Oh, in the past. I mean, no, the and past. that's why I think. And to draw an analogy that may not fit as well, but you know, we love the home runs, we yeah. love the big hits in pro football, and I think that's what maybe might have been missing from the tour this year was the home oh. runs and the big hits because the physically it's not possible.
1: You don't think Andy's stage on the Glibier was a was a home run stage?
0: Well yeah, but I mean what we've come to expect though is home run, home run, home run. Yeah, okay. Domination, Yeah, domination. Andy
1: dominating on the Glibier and then again on Lauptuads the next or, day.
0: Or look at look at the uh, and I'm I, I I'm assuming here, but you remember the dominating performance by the postal team. And, yeah. and and I think, you know, where you could take a Rubiera up front to just hammer the pace up the galivier Yeah. And then and then someone else from Postal, a Floyd Landis, would hammer the pace and then Lance could put the hurt on back then. And and you know and you saw the same thing too, because you would see it with uh gosh, who was uh who was uh um I'm I'm having a, a mental break. The German Brain guy. Fart. No, the the German guy, uh the The, the German guy. Second place, always a bridesmaid. Um, Oh, Ulrich, Jan Ulrich. Ulrich. Jan Ulrich. Jan Ulrich's team, I mean, you saw him coming up to the top of major climbs with two teammates all the time, Yeah, you know, dominating the field. I mean, to come up to those climbs with your teammates making the pace, I don't think you quite saw that maybe with Leopard Trek, but you had the Schleck brothers. I mean, so you may have had Leopard Trek plus one. I mean, you, you had the Schlecks plus one maybe. You had nobody from the other teams. You you ended up with the contenders up a climb, and then it became mono and mono. Yeah. Okay. So uh, mono mono. Let's e.
1: Well, if you depends on what language I guess you're All talking. Right. Um, the, the 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 winner Cadell coming away. I posted today looks a lot like Mark Kanoki. A uh, local friend of ours here. I actually, uh, check out the Pack the Filler <laughs> <laughs> Productions Facebook page. I have a picture of our friend Mark Kanoki on there, and it looks like just switched, separated at birth, man. Um,
0: Mark d- Kanoki, if that's your real name. If that's your re- nine. Um, real
1: name. G'day. Yeah, the, the, our friends down in Australia always love it when we destroy their dialect. Um, but what do you think? Okay, uh, Cadell, worthy, worthy of, uh, of the victor. Yes yeah.
0: because of how the Schleck's raced. The no. Schleck's. Yes, and that's okay. my complaint.
1: Um I think Cadell rode... um smart I think not only did he ride smart, I think there were times especially on that stage to the Glibier where he was the one who completely took the race by that, you know, Andy Schleck was taken was doing something that we haven't seen since the day, since the days of Bernardino Eddie Merckx, really incredible. Go out, guns ablazing, kind of a thing, and you know, and what really going Floyd for it.
0: Floyd Landis taking the yellow. I mean, let's. let's. Well, that was obviously fueled by methamphetamine but I mean um,
1: I think it was testosterone I feel
0: good I feel good I feel, I, I, now I feel like I can climb a mountain I, that's what I'm gonna go do
1: yeah exactly uh, you just <laughs> point me in the right direction you
0: just point me in the right direction so, which, yeah. mountain, which mountain you want to, which, which mountain you want me to kill I'll climb anyone I'll kill yeah. the mountains
1: but uh, you know I think I think the Floyd one's explained well I think who knows the other one's probably explained but that, that day was one of my most favorite days of this year's tour to see something going on like that and then to see a guy like Cadell taking the race by the balls and saying, okay, everybody just get out of the way. I'm, I'm going to bring this race back into into control. He was the he was the patron of the Peloton. He He ran the Peloton at that day, that moment. He was the one who took the race by control and made sure he did not lose it that day.
0: Well, Pat... You ignorant slut. Um, no, I, uh, no, actually, I agree with you 100%, 100% on, on Cadell Evans, but I see it as a different way of, of racing than, than you do. One, a big shout out to Mark Cavendish. Way oh. to be lame. Um, okay, good. Okay, you know, I, thought, big, you gonna, I thought you were going to. Big shout, shout be out. I mean, if you, could, if you could draft someone else and do nothing, awesome. Um, well, you're defining a sprinter, I,
1: and I know your yeah. opinions on sprinters. But. I mean,
0: no, I I like watching the big sprint stages too. But boy, Thor oh. Tor
1: Tor wins the. He deserves that name, yeah. Um, and the superhero status that approaches with it. But, uh, but
0: back, but back to what we yeah, we're talking we're, about. We're jumping around. You're right. I mean, it, it was. Once again, this is a three week Super Bowl, which my wife does not understand. But, uh.
1: Mine has, mine has slowly begun to. It's,
0: she's like, you're doing what? And then, okay, they raced. Who won? And then, now why is this exciting? Oh, she doesn't
1: get the concept. Oh, God. Yeah.
0: Well, she gets it. I mean, she totally gets it, but. She doesn't get why it's exciting. Um, <laughs> when the fourth place guy is cheering for himself. Yeah, <laughs> I, did it, I did it, I did it, I did it. it. Dude, you, you got fourth. Yeah, you dude, got fourth, dude. Yeah, but I'm in yellow. What does yellow mean? Um, why yeah, is yellow? First, cool? you're last. Yeah. yeah. So it's, it, we're, it's baby steps. Um, but uh, no, she, she let me watch the tour every night. And uh, so here's my issue. The stages in the Pyrenees were epic. I mean, they were epic courses. I mean, okay. We had, did we have... Two mountaintop finishes in the Pyrenees, or one? I know we had one major mountaintop. Oh, finish. God, in the you're going to
1: call me on all that data. Um, yeah. But I think
0: we had at least one, in which I believe Andy Schleck took two seconds out of the field, and uh, yeah, and, and here you are nursing great form. And Andy Schleck, I believe, Cadell, Evans, and Contador took out restraining orders against him for stalking. Um, (laughs) Frank Schleck had an epic day. I think there were. There were two mountaintop finishes. Frank Frank had some great days early on. Well, Frank was nursing great form, and so was Andy. Those guys came ready to win. And and really, the reason I'm angry with Andrew and Frank Schleck is because I really wanted them to win. I thought they they A lot of people did. I really did, but – but anyway, but to get to my point, you had the restraining orders taken out because they were stalking. They were. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if you saw Andy Schleck outside you, of Contador's hotel room. What
1: are, you ta- um, are you talking about just his rubber necking? How he was looking all around.
0: He was constantly looking
1: and marking. Yeah.
0: One of them was marking Contador at. Every, every climb, chance, yeah. Every climb, and they weren't. They were looking for his move, which is smart. Which
1: isn't exciting, but it's smart bike it's racing. It's smart bike racing. Yeah. But I
0: was going. You had these epic stages, and if you were nursing that great form, you you basically put yourself in a position where you needed probably two epic days, and you wasted the Pyrenees. Yeah. Um. You absolutely wasted the Pyrenees, which would have been the only way for you to to really put that time in. And then we get to Andy Schleck's great day. Well, he went. 60K he had out. lost
1: time the day before. Yeah, he though, lost too. time like, the day before. A really stupid day, reason to lose that time.
0: Well, he shouldn't have lost that time. But the other thing is, is he went 60K out, which was his time to go, which yeah. I don't know. That's going to be debated for a long time, I think, of whether or not he should he have waited and just thrown the hurt down and seen if he could crack Cadell Evans on that climb. I don't know if he could have. I don't know if he could have. Yeah. Or was it a tactical move to where he could get away? I don't know. Either way, Andy Schleck needed two e- epic days. He got one. Yeah. And uh, he could not time trial. And that just proves that the way the courses went, even in a climber's course, if the climbers don't tactically take advantage of it and crack the no, time No, you've got to do like
1: Pantani used to do. Crack them. Yeah, you've got to blow the entire race apart and limit the losses on the TT. If Andy wouldn't have lost that time the day before the Glibier which I think he lost a minute and change. How much did he lose the tour by? A minute.
0: A minute and a half. Minute you know, and a, half minute, yeah, a minute and a half, not a minute and change. Yeah. But. yeah,
1: but that would have done a hell of a lot for that difference. You know.
0: Well, I mean, what would, the, what would the minute and change have taken out of Andy? And that's what I'm saying, though. But what if Andy had left at the bottom of the last climb and cracked cracked you know them because he had nursed the, the yeah. form? What if he could have taken three minutes out of Cadell or four minutes out of Cadell on that climb. I don't know. I don't but know if he could have. I think
1: I think Cadell was so strong. He he wasn't able to handle the extreme accelerations. Mm-hmm. But he kind of rode those climbs in a, a very reminiscent way of the old Indurane uh, victories, where he would just slowly accelerate like a big diesel engine and bring himself up to those. Groups. And
0: and that's why I gotta I gotta say that maybe the best man won. And I guess yeah. that's where I'm at. Is I'm not really I'm not really busted up about it because Contador didn't win, and I'm really through. Thrilled. I was but, too. Uh, I know, was too.
1: I think a lot of people. I were was, thrilled that Contador didn't win,
0: and and that's an interesting. That's that might be a show in and of itself of why the tour of California is likely to become a Grand Tour and why the Giro will not be. What? Because the Giro I mean, you. It, it was proven this year, I think, and I'm just going to make the statement. It's a different show that you probably, it may be very, very difficult, if not near impossible, to race the, and win the Giro and win the Tour in the same year.
1: No, oh, I, I think those days are gone. Yes, yeah. I will agree with you. And I think the days of winning the Giro Tour double, uh, I mean, you've just got too many people who are specializing now and not riding the entire series. Uh, this season, I, I think those days are gone. Yeah, And, and, that's why and I, I think, think Contador was at 100% at the Giro. I think he was at about 70% here. Maybe eighty. Yeah,
0: maybe eighty. But I mean, maybe we didn't get—we didn't
1: get a hundred percent of Contador.
0: Maybe even let's say I think you had ninety percent of Contador on the time trial. He looked good. He had a, See, that
1: it? was the one day I missed, yeah, and well, it pissed me off.
0: It was, it was really pretty good. I oh. was in a
1: hotel, and you know, I run up to the hotel. I'm so excited. I click on the hotel, and I'm going, oh, it doesn't have versus I was staying at Race the River. Oh, yeah. So it was. You I was stayed testing. there. Yeah. Why? Because I have to get up at four o'clock in the morning. So did I. Yeah, but I have to set up at 4 o'clock in it the morning. It takes 10 minutes. I would, you're such a wuss. Says the guy who shows up. Grabs I brought you a, grabs mic. You did bring me coffee. That's later on in the show. and you, I, I, you I appreciate the coffee there, Pookie Bear. I do. <laughs> Honestly. It was like you held up that cup and it was glowing. It just this. Oh! So it's coffee. <laughs> we digress. A Contour not at 100%. Andy, I would have liked to have seen Andy win it. I would, You know, just because he's the guy you're rooting for, I think Cadell was the most deserving winner. And it was cool to see Cadell win it. You know, another one of the always perpetual bridesmaids finally coming true and and making it happen. I think next year, Contador, if he isn't busted for that stake, is going to be coming to the tour 100%. And it's going to be even more, you know, something first to look forward to. I would
0: would bet Contador uh, probably lays waste to the tour next year. I think it's going to be carnage. He's going to be mad.
1: Yeah, I I don't,
0: I mean, and I mean, you could tell from his form at the end, I mean, it was almost like he was, somebody shot him in the leg before the tour. I mean, just, you know, he's, he wanted to react. He wanted to do that. And I I would guess if you show up to the tour at 90%, I mean, you're looking at great athletes. You're not looking at, you know, any scrubs showing up to the tour. So you're, you better be bringing your A game and then you can dominate, but.
1: Yeah, I, I the only thing I do wish out of Cadell is that uh there's a there's some sort of surgical procedure that'll lower the tone of his voice. Yeah. You heard the man speak. Yeah, a couple times. It's really that. kind of it's we it represent the lollipop league, the lollipop <laughs> league, and he's. Uh, I really want to be a dentist, mate. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> it's, it's really high up there. And I'm, uh, Michelle, my wife, and I were watching the last stage last night. You know, I I kind of get a little sentimental at the last stage, and then. They bring the mic up to Cadell and he's starting to say something. And my wife just got silent. She's like, is that his real voice? Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. That's it. Wow. Good thing he's fast. <laughs> I mean, you know, and I don't want to be, I'm sure, I'm sure he's listening right now. Cadell, you know, he's, he's, he's one of our live listeners right now, but
0: see that Champs Elysees stage has never done anything for me. Oh, I, I, I don't even
1: really watch it. It's D-stage. like a crit. It's like a victory march and then a crit.
0: Yeah, it's like a parade.
1: And I miss the days where riders would, would succeed in some sort of a breakaway. Uh, Jeff yeah. Pierce, back when Jeff Pierce actually won it in a, in a break, that was cool. But that, you know, that'll never happen again. I mean, it's, 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 it's another one of those things where you've got the riders who are so familiar with that stage. You know, every, every race, I think Tyler Ferris said it, and I'm going to comment on Tyler here in a second. Um, every, uh, every one of the stages, you don't know, you can't practice the sprints. Because Mm -hmm. they're usually in the middle of a town, you can't go out there and ride them. Uh, Champs Elysees, you do it year after year after year. You know every, you know stitch of that of that road. So you you know I I just think it. I knew Cav was going to win. Well, yeah. You see that train, that roll out, and it's just boom. There's nothing that's going to stop him. Have you seen the little guy too? He gets so low, his chin is almost on the handlebars, and I think he's probably three foot two. Oh, yeah. He's just much. He's tiny.
0: Yeah, he's, there's not much to him. But, I mean, what is he, like, three foot two and 180? Yeah. I mean, he's I, just And like, I want to
1: hate him. I really want to hate him. Yeah, but I, then I see him hugging all his teammates and stuff like that, and I'm like, ah, crap.
0: Well, I don't hate uh, him or anything. I just don't like how he rides. I mean, he rides with what makes him a lot of money and, you know, hats off to him. But That's wrong? That's what I mean. Hats off to him. But, yeah. But... Just going, it's it, the sprinter. It's not what I want to watch. It's, and
1: you know, he's, he's got the, he's, it's like Chip, Cipollini. I mean, you name the sprinters throughout history and it's the same thing. You know, you rely on that team. Now, when we're talking sprinters though, I mean, I was rooting the whole time for Philippe Gilbert mm-hmm. from Lotto because he's just scrappy. He doesn't necessarily have the team yeah. at those moments. Well, they um, had
0: some serious hurt, hurt on their team too. Didn't they lose their team leader, Lotto?
1: I think they yeah, did. yeah, a lot yeah. of lost. Oh, of team everybody leader. lost their team leader moral. Yeah, <laughs> I mean it was it was epic. Talk Tor, to, talk t- to Garmin. Yeah, oh, Garmin. No, Garmin. Garmin. No, they didn't show up
0: with a team leader. they, well, just they picked one after a while.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like that. And let's <laughs> see how things flush out. Um, uh, Tor, uh, frick, awesome. Uh, he made he made a lot of bike racing fun.
0: I mean, just to watch him go on those stages in a mountain stage. Oh, I mean, yeah. and then of course for us big he,
1: guys, it was nice to see. You know, God, somebody's climbing,
0: and then you see him climb, and then it's like you're coming into the final kilometer, and he's with two other guys going. Oh yeah, good yeah. luck, guys. Yeah. good luck. He is going to destroy
1: you, little raw, the, the little Francis de Jeux guy, just going. You know, attacking every day, attacking every day, and uh, then just every, just you see him coming into that final stretch with Tor, and you're just going, this is going to just be a shit sandwich <laughs> for you, man. This is going to suck.
0: Second's seconds, cool, though. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah. It's just, And then, you know, oh, yeah. I loved watching him take those stages. That was fun. And the TT, uh, the team time trial was great, you know, to see, especially to see the excitement that Garmin Cervello had. John Votters, it just seemed like he was just... I don't know. He seems like a pretty cool guy. So I mean, I, I was happy to see the success for that John team. John
0: Vodder's just behind you at the training center, wouldn't he?
1: No, I don't think so. He was so. with
0: Roger. Yeah, was he? Yeah, Jonathan Vodder's with Roger, I believe.
1: I remember Bobby Julich was behind me at the yeah. training center, but
0: I think uh, Vodder's was uh, my age group.
1: Is he? Yeah. Thanks yeah. for bringing up my age. I appreciate it. Yeah, no problem. Yeah, just turned forty-two, and I'm I'm feeling every second of it.
0: When was your birthday?
1: Yeah, thanks for the card, by the way. July 13th.
0: Yeah, I suck at that.
1: Yeah, that's all right.
0: You didn't send out a Facebook or anything?
1: It's posted on Facebook. It didn't
0: come up on mine. It says
1: in the little corner. Patrick Bolger's Today is birthday. Patrick Bolger's birthday.
0: Well, I should have sent you the little happy birthday thing that I'm supposed to send. Exactly. I'm really sorry. Yeah, yeah. I brought you coffee for your birthday. <laughs> you
1: shit. Um, <laughs> I'm so, the
0: worst at birthdays. I am horrible.
1: So, um... In terms of the tour, everybody's talking about it being the Tommy Volkler tour, um, how he brought, first of all, France, I think, is like, We are back in! We love a race! That was a horrible accent. That was almost... We are back in! Uh We have a race again!
0: Uh, I gotta throw down for Tommy, man. I loved watching him. I mean, I was actually rooting for a miracle a little bit. He was the Gonzaga of the Tour de France.
1: He was... (laughs) You know, and I'm thinking, watching that stage, you know, that horrible crash where, um, um, what's his name? Uh, Oh, shit. Um, The guy went into the barbed wire fence. Anyway, Hoogerland, Hoogerland, Johnny Hoogerland goes flipping over into that barbed wire fence. Just brutal stage. That was the day Tommy took yellow. Tom Volkler. And um, and to see him, I'm going. Okay, you know, I remember him a couple of years ago. He'll he'll do all right. He'll suffer for a while, and yeah. he'll hold on. To see him climbing those major, I mean, yeah, he he never put his nose out in the wind after that day when he was in yellow. He rarely was riding with his nose in the wind.
0: He attacked once. He well,
1: attacked he bridged those. gaps more or less. He attacked,
0: attacked once. He he attacked once on. Uh, what was that? Tourmaline.
1: Well, yeah, okay. I think I'll be. give you that, but anyway, I mean, I and I was kind of going. I'm, you know, I'm wondering if he's a little bit too melodramatic. He might be kind of getting on me. His knees go out when he rides. You know, they kind of stick out like he's that. Not pretty. I'm yeah. trying to think if I'm going. God, do I like this guy? And then I I see his press interviews where he's talking. He says, "Oh God, I'm going to lose. I'm going to get my ass kicked tomorrow." You know, but he's saying it much more eloquently. Well, no, he's not. not he's really. he's kind of that working man mentality yeah. you talked about in terms of in terms of pro cycling. You know, not the brightest bulb in the whole deck. That was a horrible analogy. But um
0: more of a metaphor, really.
1: A metaphor, thank you. Mm. Um and he's not not th-
0: Horrible either way.
1: <laughs> yeah, it was terrible. <laughs> God, you know what? And I want everybody to know that I don't edit these shows. We don't edit these shows. These are these are live. So for all the and I'm gonna rant about other podcasts here in a minute, in a little bit. And I, 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 we don't edit this people. You know, occasionally the uh, the recorder might shut off and I'll have to bring in and say, Okay, we ended the show here. Or earlier when we were worried about you saying fuck and we would oh god we got to keep it non-explicit and then now we just i just put explicit on all of them but um i yeah. I, I think I, I was happy to see him do that and to see him fighting up those climbs and doing that stuff and holding on the guy finished fourth overall Vaucler. i mean that's well impressive deserved. yeah i mean and talk about a, a shot in the arm for france i mean that was cool so I, I I almost, you know, even though it's cool to see both the Schleck brothers on the podium, I was almost rooting to see little Tommy on there. I oh, think I'd that have love to cool. see
0: Tommy on there. Um, I think he earned a podium spot. But, I mean, I think if you were to look at Cadell Evans in Paris the night that he won the Tour de France and Tommy Volkler. no, oh. One of the two would be pulling mad ass. And yeah. it's not yeah. Cadell Evans. <laughs> yeah,
1: I can't remember where I saw it or read it. I think Bob Bob Roll might have said it. So I want to quote where, you know, give credit where credit is due. I think Bob might have said something along the lines of, you know, he might not have won the tour, he might not be remembered forever, but he will never have to buy a drink again in his home country. Oh yeah. The guy's going to have booze flowing. Wherever he goes, and I, I that that made it fun, and you know to see his big smile and all that kind of stuff. So wherever you sit on the fence with him, he was a fighter. He 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 busted his ass to keep that thing.
0: Well, I think you know, in a way, that was why my my major complaint was you had a great course.
1: The opener's way too far away, so this is this is why we don't edit, because, you know, I'm making you reach across the table to grab me another... Notice there is no Bud Light in the uh, six-pack this time. I was the beer bitch, and I made sure it was independent, handcrafted, Northwest's own full sale. And? There's no Bud Light in it.
0: There's one big sky. How does that work?
1: That was from the last show. Oh, okay. I had one before you came.
0: So you bought full-sale beer, had one, and then replaced it.
1: Yeah, with one of yours. Oh, that's better. (laughs) I'm I'm baby-stepping. I'm baby-stepping. What were we talking about?
0: We are talking about Tommy Volkler. and And uh, absolutely, I thought, while the major contenders did somewhat bore me, I mean, I thought, you know, there was some aggression by Contador... After late, yeah, I think late aggression, but I would have liked to have
1: seen something from him a lot earlier.
0: But he was suffering.
1: I mean, (laughs) yeah, oh, yeah, you could tell. I mean, you could tell, even though nobody shows their cards, you know, you don't see the grit in their teeth or something like that, but you could could tell he would have been launching 100% Contador. If the road goes up, he'd have been taken off, he'd have gone.
0: I was a little, I guess I'm a little disappointed with Basso as a rider, too, because he attacks nothing, yeah. You know he'll bridge a gap. He'll stay up there. He'll be with the elites.
1: I don't think he can. I mean, I don't I think either. To that point where you know he's a bigger guy than God, a lot of big. the other guys. And I was I was happy to see him riding that well. I love the Leaky Guys kit anyway, so he's I, a I great just kit. yeah. So I was rooting for them, but I didn't think anything was going to happen. But
0: but it would be nice to see Basso hit his form one more time. It would yeah. just be nice. Yeah. I really like him as a rider. I think and there's a guy who can time trial. Yeah. You know, so yeah. it would have been nice to see him what did he finish? He finished top 10, I believe. Oh yeah. I, you know. I, I don't
1: know. Yeah. Want to say 8th? I I'd have to look it up. You know,
0: then. the other the other guy that I like watching to a point but I get tired of hearing about is Sammy Sanchez.
1: Yeah, you know. He, he, well, he went home with polka dots, so.
0: Yeah, I mean I like seeing him, but you know he's never going to win the tour because he cannot time travel. No, to he's nine.
1: animated, though. He's one of those people that gets in there, and you, I like to see his attacking and things like that. And he's a good descender and, and things like that. How about uh, little Pierre Roland, uh, the Frenchman who won at Laup Huez, riding for the team that stole... Are Arrivé Pack filler colors? You do notice that.
0: Yeah, I was sad about that. Yeah,
1: I'm pissed. Yeah, even though I think Europe car's been around for a long time and they have this, they've always been green. But um, how about that little guy? I mean, uh, Fr- I'm sure France is all riding like crazy about how he's the next big thing.
0: I don't think he's the next big thing, but oh, I, I think, think uh, be, I think
1: he'll be me- making excuses in a year because yeah. you know have that pressure put upon you, it'll never work. It never works. Uh,
0: you never know. I mean, let's see here. Did Lance win La before he won the tour? I think no. he did. No, he's won La Poste.
1: Yeah, when, uh, 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 uh in the time trial. I think he never won it as a mass start event. Are you sure? Yep. All right. If somebody's, if I'm wrong, somebody, uh, somebody, come on and our Facebook or Twitter and tell me I I'm bullshit. He won La Duez. Nope. All right. Nope. Well, Not cool. that I know of.
0: First time caller, long time listener. Yeah. Um. But uh, no, I. Uh, well, either way, I would say prestigious stage, gutsy ride, yeah, a lot of aggression on that day too. So you're looking at and no. he
1: he had spent the last ten days working for Tommy Volkler.
0: Well, that's what I'm saying is, is you have uh, you have someone I I could see him getting picked up by Kofidis or something.
1: Well, or or staying on Europe Car. I mean, you know, you never you never know. It depends on how big they blow Tommy Volkler out of proportion.
0: I don't know if Tommy Volkler could win.
1: No, I don't either.
0: I think he's gutsy rider. I think he could win something. I don't think he could win the tour. No. Um, I mean, his... I mean, you know, I've been wrong before. I don't think people were attacking Tommy Volkler, which allowed him to stand that race. Yeah.
1: I and mean, he got yellow on one of those days that if he was a leader, they wouldn't be watched. They would have been, ch- they would have chased that down if he was a designated leader.
0: I don't think he'll get that time next
1: year. No, he won't. Um, you know, or if the- he does, it'll be much less. And I mean, I, I, it's also it's a great ploy. I mean, think about Cadell. How many days did Cadell have to worry about defending the jersey?
0: That's well, I mean, one, that, yeah,
1: and that was drinking champagne,
0: yeah. It's just kind of like, don't get a flat,
1: yeah. I mean, it doesn't matter. It the only day that matters is wearing it onto the champs elysees, the only day that matters.
0: I disagree. I think if I'd have ever worn the yellow jersey on the prologue, I would be thrilled.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, well, yeah, no, 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 no. The, what I'm saying is, if you're, an, if you're shooting for overall victory. Yeah. If you're wearing it in the first week, it doesn't matter squat because a lot's going to happen between now and then. The only thing that you have to worry strategic is wearing it the last day. And Cadell played that card beautifully.
0: Well, I think that's true too because you look at the first week of the tour, even the first two weeks of the tour, and there's always that grin that the guy wearing yellow is like, hey, yeah, yeah. I can't believe I had it this long." <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm even not gonna get even tour. Yeah, you know, it's like.
1: Well, I'll lose it today eh, it's yeah. gone yeah
0: you know or he had that one day where he kept it where no one thought he would yeah and then he was pretty thrilled and then the next day of course it's gone
1: <laughs> <laughs> so it was you know and that that was fun uh, you know and i so overall well let's get let's talk about the lowlights first um the crashes i mean i i want i want to go to my local radio shack store and say Please don't drop your sponsorship. I'm I, it was. Just, I'm so sorry for you guys. I want to hug the guy behind the counter asking me for my phone number when, when I'm buying batteries because it's – oh, God. Just bad luck. Those guys just got slapped. Well, and just
0: not through their fault.
1: I think you know. Yanni Brekovich was really the only guy that would have been a podium contender. I mean, I'd love to have seen Horner ride through – um, I, 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 I um, you know, I don't want to. I'd love to see
0: Horner do anything. I'd love. I, I mean, I love Horner as a writer, and I love I like Levi Leipheimer as a writer. I do. I think I like him and his uh, delusions of grandeur. I think yeah. uh, you I, know. I just you know, we've we've he's been picked as a favorite year after year after no, year, and yeah. then he gets you know tour the Cal- tour California. The race suited him for a couple of years. It's
1: a weak stage race. Yeah, and one week. I don't mean weak as in not yeah. powerful. I mean it's one week, and I, I think putting a three-week together race is just—it's is, a completely different ball game.
0: It's beyond him. Yeah. I mean, he proved that in the Giro.
1: Yeah. So I don't know, you know, and I don't want to bash too much on cyclists because I can't do what they do, but that's what podcasts and radio is about. Yeah. Um, I was not happy with Levi. I wasn't happy with the fact that we never really saw him. When he was not in someone else's draft,
0: Mm-mm. Uh, and, wait, uh, he did nothing.
1: Yeah, so I mean, and and Radio Shack's tour was just.
0: And you can't say he was working for someone.
1: No, I mean, there's nobody left for God's sake. I mean, shit.
0: Yeah, who do they have? No, but that's what I'm saying. Is is who is he working for? Why? You know. Why didn't you do anything? Well, because you couldn't, or you didn't,
1: or just do something crazy. If you yeah. know nothing's going to happen, if you know my chances of an overall podium, my chances of a top twenty are shot. My team's not here. We're not going to rank in the overall as far Go as the tour. team goes. Go nuts! Yeah, yeah launch, launch two K into the stage and get some team, some TV time. Yeah, like the Roa guy. You know, even though it's Roy, if you speak. English, um, you know, just launch, just go and do something crazy. You know, and you never know. And so I, I, I never saw that from a lot of the Radio Shack guys, and I was waiting for it. Because God knows, you know, TV time is, is sponsor time. So let's let's dance. And I didn't see it. So well, I, that's I was my with in that. That's my complaint with
0: Levi as a writer is I think talent-wise he may have it. Yeah. Um, I think mind wise, he, m- and I think as far as suffering is concerned, you've seen him at the elite groups at the end he of the climbs, he he yeah. can do it. And I guess that's my frustration with Levi Leipheimer has been for whatever reason, he can't make his own mental breakthrough, just like me in my own personal life. Go ahead and rip on me back, Levi. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. I'm you know, sure
1: he's, I'm sure he's listening. Yeah. Now.
0: But I mean, I, I don't mean to just rip on someone who's doing something I can't do, but uh, we all kind of know it, and you know he was the team leader for the Giro two years ago. God, I don't remember. Got bounced there, yeah. and I think he probably had the legs for that. I think he probably could have put together a winning race there, um, and he just he can't do it. Yeah, and, okay. and maybe he won't do it. I mean, you know, but hope to see him race again. I like him as a racer when he's on, you know, the tour, of California is fun to watch and watch him be the team leader. That's fun. Yeah. But I don't see much more.
1: Horner had mentioned that he is, he's planning on coming back. I mean, one of the oldest guys in the Peloton and, uh, he says he's coming back. So, um, Wow, nice lily-white collegiate hands there trying to open a twist top. I just want to comment on that to all of our non-people watching the show because, well, we don't have any cameras going. Mark just tried to open a twist top with his bare hands, and I, I, think, he, I think he'll hold his widow, widow hand. You all right there, Boogie Bo?
0: There you go.
1: <laughs> I can do it. I just don't need it right now. No, go ahead. I, I, I don't want to waste this. I'm sure you don't. I'll do it. I'll do it before the I'll end of the show. Oh, okay. I'm I'll sure. do it before the end of the show. Good. I'm just gonna let it rest a little bit. Oh, he threw the <laughs> bottle <and> opener <laughs> <her> away. <He's, laughs> the gauntlet has been dropped. All right, man. Open your bottle. <laughs> it kind of hurt. <laughs> final steps. Final uh, discussion of the of the tour before we give it an overall grade. What'd you think of the commentary? What'd you think of the versus pr- production and everything along those lines?
0: Uh, very good commentary overall. Yeah. Loved them all.
1: Uh, yeah, first of all, we I don't think either of us could ever bash Phil and Paul. They're quite possibly the best thing ever to happen to the sport of cycling for us.
0: Yeah, they're they're awesome. Yeah. I, the only – I would say Phil and Paul are way better commentators than they are actors. <laughs> um, commercials may not be their niche.
1: I love the road ID spots. Those are awesome. – I loved the road
0: ID spots. Oh. I, I like that. You I thought those go were for good. A ride. Oh. oh, bob roll, yeah. always one of my favorites. My
1: son and I are doing that all around the house. Dad, can we go to the movies today? Nobody. Oh.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, and then uh, I, I. Uh
1: Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank.
0: I, I, yeah, I, I thought the commentating was good. I will say uh, Gogolski.
1: <laughs> we ruined once him I,
0: once you did. You did. My wife Guglielski ruined Todd Gogolski for, Guglielski Guglielski for um, you. He does have a bit of a twitchy neck, <laughs> and he tends to elongate his vowels really a long. <laughs> so, uh, but, I mean, and really, I enjoy listening to Todd Gogolski. He's a great, great commentator. So he, he adds. Everybody adds. Yeah. Um, my only. How about
1: Liam McHugh? Great. Main guy behind the counter. He yeah. took he took over for Craig Hummer last year. Um, I don't mean any. Th- I, Craig Hummer did not do it for me, and um, I was going okay. Here's a new guy. He's sitting down at the desk. Let's see what this guy has to offer. And you know what? I thought he kind of kept the whole game rolling pretty well. He's kind not of the a straight man. Yeah, he's not a cycling guy. He's the one who p- looks over to Bob and says, "Okay, Bob, what do you think about this?" Or I'm going to read the Ask key questions or something like that. So. Um, and it's Bobka, by the way, and I hate the fact that he's accepted the fact that they're calling him Bobke, and it's Bobka.
0: Uh-huh. It's it, 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 <sighs> how, how does it turn into Bobka?
1: It Bobka is what it originally is. And um I can't remember the translation of it, but uh it's um it's either Dutch or something like that. It's it's an actual nickname he was given. Oh. And it and because of our wonderful dialect which we seem to drop whenever we're talking about the Tour de France. We always say the Tour de France, France. which de France. cracks me up. We're not from France. We're, we're from the United States. We call it France here, but we can't call it the Tour de France because hmm. it sounds stupid. Hmm. It's like when people say often. There is no hard T in often. It's a sil- it's soft.
0: Silent T? Yeah, it's often. Like in time? <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm going to dive across this tea. You know what? I'm going to just show you. Holy shit. I did it. How's I opened the bottle, but crap, that hurt. Yeah, it kind of hurts. That's why. I- God, <laughs> full sail. You guys are the devil. It kind
0: of hurts, doesn't it? Oh
1: Jesus! Yeah, that's why I had. Look the at the mark. Right there. Yeah. Look at it. Hey Mark, look at the mark. Yeah. I think I have blood blisters on my hands from that. But I proved it. I proved the point. Well,
0: <laughs> oh, I, I had no doubt it was a twist off. I was just yeah. kind of looking at it, going, <laughs> you know, it's not worth the pain. I'm going to grab the opener.
1: God yeah. bless it. Enjoy uh, your beer. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, I got one and a half to drink. Yeah, good one. <laughs> Overall grade. Overall grade. How'd you, how'd you rank it? Tour, the co- per presentation, the coverage. I do want to say that the Di commercial stopped airing immediately after our podcast two weeks That's ago. Well, it should have.
0: Yeah. Um, would you like to learn how to make Di nice? Yeah. ice? First,
1: you start with ice. <laughs>
0: then you put Di on it. Yeah. Now, there you go. Tune like... in next week for Di and Orange Juice. Yeah. Um, but... <laughs> But so no, bad. I, uh, the, the the overall grade for the tour, I'm going to give it a B plus.
1: Okay, I I'm I thinking A minus. So we're about in the same I'm, range. I'm
0: going to give it a B plus. I think uh, more aggression from the Schleck brothers earlier on could have made it an A minus, a little more exciting. If they could have recovered though, too. So yeah. So I mean, I don't know. I mean, uh, it seems to me they got their one epic day. They got their their shot, but they just didn't quite capitalize enough. So. Wasn't as exciting as I wanted. So A B mi- B plus A minus I can see why, especially with all the uh with with Tommy Volkler going on and Tor Hushad and yeah. everybody else. Um,
1: it was it was yeah, I just
0: But Mark Cavendish ruined half the sprints because it's like <laughs> there he <goes." laughs> oh, shit. I mean
1: Well he kinda did what I was happy we didn't have for the overall where we had somebody dominating a specific element of the race. I loved Going into the time trial, not knowing who's going to win the race. I
0: like that, too. Um, You know, And I have to admit, I enjoyed waiting for Lance to make his move back in the day. I mean, I I like watching that, too. But now, I mean, it's a race. And it was anybody's game the entire race. So B plus, maybe A minus. I mean, I, I might be right in there. I will say A for the course. Loved the course. The fact that the riders themselves were scared of days on the course. Yeah. Um, good job, guys.
1: Yeah. So that was, that was cool. Um, I, I, yeah, so, I would go
0: with more mountaintop finishes. And I've talked to someone else. I
1: hate the ones where they finish at the top of a climb and then they go down I hate before that. they get that.
0: Yeah. It's nonsense. That, but, but then again, that's why Tor Hushad was able to win races. Yeah. yeah so so I, hate the, I hate the descending finishes. And I also, I've talked to a couple people about this. And I think time bonuses for mountaintop finishes should be reinstated.
1: Oh shoot! Yeah, that, that could be an interesting discussion.
0: That's that's probably even a show unto itself. But yeah. everybody said, I think even uh, um, was it Paul Sherwin said that it had been made a better race because they don't have the the time bonuses.
1: That would have been. I may holy disagree. Crap.
0: I may disagree because then you don't let someone go who's a nobody because maybe you want that time bonus, and I think it creates a more interesting race with the mountaintop finishes. So. All right. And I didn't really think about it. I, I'm going to give a shout-out to Roger Thompson on that one. We were talking Roger about Roger came up on that one. I think I agree with him.
1: I'm going to give a shout-out to Roger Thompson for uh, not following the rule we posted a couple weeks ago. Okay, what's that? For putting up the word spoiler on your Facebook posts.
0: Yeah, you that.
1: know what? And and all the people I I, I enjoyed
0: checking my Facebook page, Facebook or tour. Twitter, Facebook oh. or
1: Twitter, it would piss me off because you get on, you're going, oh, I got an email, and then you check your email, and I have my Facebook post go to my email, and I look at him, and all of a sudden it says, "Great job, um, you Contador, know,
0: four minutes." Great now. job,
1: Evans, on winning the stage. I'm like, God damn it! Come on. You know, and so that's it. And then you go to watch the stage later on in the day and you know what's gonna happen already. And sometimes I can trick my wife and say, I don't know who's gonna win, but I'm gonna pick Tor Hushoft is gonna launch on a mountain stage. That's how great of a cycling expert I am. Well
0: and and the best and she'll go,
1: shit, how'd you pull that off? She's laughing at me while she walks through.
0: Well the best part though was when I when I, I hadn't seen the stage yet and I was giving you the shout outs to Thor, I was going Mighty Thor, and you're yeah. like, oh, keep watching, keep yeah. watching. That's all I said, though, yeah. was keep
1: watching. I'm not yeah. going to say, oh, he kicks ass and wins the stage.
0: But I was, yeah, I still, I think, uh, I'm a fan of Tor. I really am. And it's Thor, not Thor.
1: It's Tor, yeah. I like Thor. Well, maybe that's what they say in his home country.
0: I live in America. Yeah. We call Thor. Drop the A. I'm from America. America, yeah. America.
1: Apostrophe, <laughs> America. So, um, you know, we could rant all day about the tour. Um I, I think that B plus A minus. Yeah, okay. That's even. Call it good. Another mm-hmm. another tour's over. Um you know, we've got we've got some other races. We've got the one in America that used to be the Quiznos, now it's just like the US Pro Challenge or something like that. Quite possibly the worst named bicycle race in the entire world. And we have the Welta, so you know, maybe we can keep going and convince our spouses to Welta's in Spain? Yeah. Okay, thanks. <laughs> We could convince our, our spouses that this is the other Super Bowl of cycling, that I need another three weeks to watch it every day that's gonna be all go-go every I, day so I and Todd's do. a friend of I want to defend some of the statements about Todd Gogolski stuff sure. because the guy is a friend of mine I used to I mean back in the day when Spokane was the heyday of cycling Todd stayed at our house he was a close friend he and I have talked back and forth he was throughout.
0: really really fast you know back what? in those Shit. days and what he does is he just he comes was gonna right come on the show the
1: line. he was gonna come on the show and I bet now he's not even gonna touch it with a th- Red hot poker.
0: No, I love, I love listening to Todd Gogolsky and actually <laughs> you ruined me. We ruined it. Because you, you showed me that he elongates his vowels. But actually, I, I mean, quite frankly, his, uh, he's uh. so insightful, especially I, I got to admit, I love listening to Todd Gogolsky at the end of a race coming up to a sprint.
1: He gets excited, and yeah. that's awesome. Yeah, that's. I mean, I, like I think I think we got to realize that pa, Paul and Phil aren't going to live forever, and we're going to have to f- try and find the new styles, the new voices to follow in these uh, in these games. And you know, you and I'd be perfect for it, but uh, really would be. But Bob, Bob, and uh, guys like T- and Todd are are going to be the guys that we're going to follow these sports through. So I guess you know.
0: Nah, yeah, for now. I mean, put him in next. But boy, they're doing great. And yeah. You know, Bob Roll and Todd Gogolsky oh, are I doing, are I had doing a, great.
1: I had a problem with Bob at first.
0: I did too. I thought he I, but I I've it was grown hard for him. me to take him seriously. Yeah. But uh I think Todd's or excuse me, Todd Gogolsky great, great yeah. guy, but Bob has really grown in his persona and yeah. also just he he does well with the self deprecating humor, but he also does well with the serious questions and yeah. he really gives a good insight because um I I do Understand that you did go over a mountain pass in Italy and it was really cold one day. I yeah. understand that, Bob. Um, <laughs> I've heard that story so many times. Well, you got to keep
1: considering that. Yeah, the, the show's catered not necessarily to us who've been watching the guy for 10 years. Yeah, I know. Broadcasting. But I.
0: I Thumbs up to Bob Roll. Yeah. Um. Thumbs up to Todd Goolske. All the announcing for the I tour, thought they, spot on.
1: I think they. I think they have a perfect team right now, and I hope they keep that together next year because I. You know, you get great perspective, and everything seems to be working really well. And even having Craig Hummer out interviewing the riders, they seem to be. He seems to get the interviews. He gets the comments after the stage. You know, that's what I was thinking about Frankie Andreo for so long. I was thinking, well, Frankie has an in with a lot of those guys. Maybe they'll be able to get them. But Craig Hummer got all the gossip and all the news straight up, so...
0: Well, Frankie Andreo is kind of an asshole.
1: <laughs> the opinions of Mark, Mark Hodgson only solely represent the opinions of Mark Hodgson because Frankie used to be on this show for yeah. a long time. <laughs> I know. Oh, God.
0: This is called space Why do we always have to make friends with
1: everyone? We don't. We don't. And, no, I really um, don't
0: know Frankie Andreo, but I do understand... From my circle, outside of this show, um, there are a lot of flattering things that are said about a lot of people, and Frankie Andreo is not one of them. (laughs) So I don't know. I mean, if Frankie – prove me wrong, buddy. But no, I mean, I think uh, you saw him, and you're looking at someone like Todd Golski or Bob Roll, and, and especially Bob Roll, too, someone who may not have the talent of a Frankie Andreo. And, uh, you know, yeah. who's getting who's getting the FaceTime is probably Bob Roll. He's
1: just so much more animated. He has just so much you know, more to bring to the to the broadcast. So.
0: so if you're going there and maybe you have inns with all the writers, but if nobody likes you, um, and I guess that's my point, is if you, if you really don't have personal, and you may have even animosity yeah. with people, you might just talk to the charismatic guy who comes up and goes, hey, let
1: yeah. me go. Yeah, yeah. You
0: know? and and really Frank Andreo if you ever do listen to this episode I'm sorry I don't know you um but i mean you know you've got a great commentator in what's going on so i mean Yeah i mean they have a I perfect guess, team going on and, right and now and i i guess maybe it's not really to say Frank Andreo is a jerk or anything like that i don't really know him but i would say that what they've got going on is working really well for them. Yeah, it's perfect. So it's more positive than negative. Sorry, Frankie, I was just yanking your chain. But
1: no, you weren't. Come on the show. And... You have an opinion. You're allowed your opinion. You know, it's, come on it's, the show. We're not we'll find, out. That...
0: we'll find out.
1: Yeah, I'd love to have Frankie back on. You know, we had a thing going on for a while where I'd, you know, he'd he'd call me in after every, every every stage of the tour and provide about a, you know, one minute little clip that we would provide every day of the tour, and that was a pretty cool thing that we had going for a while. Um, you know, business wise, uh, he and I didn't see along the same lines, but you know, Hey, that's, that's how it goes, you know, but Mm -hmm. speaking of business, we've been busy. We have been, we've been busy. Um, We gotta. I gotta mention because I talked about it on on our uh, promoting the show a little bit earlier today about the fact that we finished up. We've been finishing up a couple of announcing events, and I, I you know, our show caters primarily to uh, the inland Northwest or to the Northwest. And um, I was at the Chelanman Man Triathlon Weekend, which is getting bigger and bigger in one of the most beautiful venues in the entire Northwest. I personally have to say, uh, two weeks ago. Um, Great job from them on putting that all together. They're even adding an event next year, which is going to be a Friday open swim competition. Whoa. So, I mean, they've got everything. They've got kids races. They've got a try, a try, which is a super short, really controlled triathlon, short distance. They've got the sprint. They've got an Olympic. They've got a half Ironman. They run a half marathon and a 10K in two days. All at the same venue, and wow. yeah, these guys do a great job, and I was really happy to be a part of that and I wanted to tell uh, you know say this on the show of 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 Julie and all the people in Sh- in the Chelan Multisport Foundation, I think it is um, great job, you know great event it 's so much fun to go there. Um, I think you guys might need two announcers though you know, just saying
0: i I would probably agree with them
1: <laughs> <laughs> and of course, race the river, which happened just. Uh, 24 hours ago. Yeah. Um, do you get get any good stories? Do you come away with any, any memorable experiences from the event? Always. That, Um, that won't necessarily bash the, no, no, no. Um, Coeur d'Alene, Idaho, by the way, for those of you who don't experience this Coeur d'Alene, Idaho, um, uh, Riverstone is the name of the, the property area in which the, it's a little subdivision of the area of Coeur d'Alene. Um, great place along the river. Uh, it's got a kind of its own little environment within itself with parks, with restaurants, with really nice townhomes. And if somebody wants to give me one for the nine, waive the $900,000 fee, I'd, I'd appreciate that. Oh, yeah. And um, they've been putting on this little race for a couple of years and it has now got to the point where they're selling out. I mean, they, we had over.
0: It's not selling out. I mean, it may actually have to contract.
1: Yeah. I don't know how you
0: make it bigger unless you stagger the waves more.
1: It literally did sell out, though. I mean, they had 800 and some odd slots, and they were gone.
0: It was like a parade. Yeah. I mean, I wish you could have seen the start, because for those of you who don't know, Pat and I split up. I do the start. Pat goes and sets up the finish, and then I meet Pat at the finish. Yeah. So I start the race, and I mean, it's... If you look, it's it's on a river, and so then there's a road leading up to the river, and it's probably a quarter to a third of a mile long. And it was just, oh, my word, the humanity. <laughs> um, and people were great and happy to race there, and it's a great place to stage. Um, I was literally amazed. I could not
1: um, believe How many people were there? A great first triathlon for a lot of people, too, because, I mean, that river, that swim is downstream. You can, more or less, if you were so inclined, tread water and finish the swim.
0: Float on your back and do just fine.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, And, you know, our uh, sprint distance triathlon, our winners were in the low 50 minutes. I mean, flying through this course.
0: Oh, yeah. Absolutely. I think the winning time was a 53. Yeah. Yeah, I was you know?
1: and uh, you know and so it's uh, so the start was insane obviously. Well, it wasn't too bad I just mean. Just tr- it was in terms insane, of numbers, sheer numbers.
0: numbers. and as far as the orderliness, everybody lined up and did just fine. I mean, there was no problems there. Uh thumbs up uh Love to say thank you again to Round and Round Productions for letting us borrow their generator. Again. Oh, good old Gino! Yeah, uh, thank you so much because that really that really made my day.
1: Uh, <laughs> you didn't like it last year when I made you plug into the cigarette lighter of my car?
0: Didn't work out as well as we
1: <laughs> hoped. We ran a PA system <laughs> off of a cigarette lighter.
0: <laughs> that was great. That was a red letter day. Yeah. Um, but uh, no, we got that done, and I mean that really helped out a ton, mm-hmm. and we had great sound and great systems and great, great people all around. So everybody's yeah. really happy at the beginning of a race. So that was great. And then, uh, just, just, Being part of the finish also was was pretty amazing. Always love watching the folks who forget to take their helmet off onto the run. That's (laughs) that's one of my favorite parts. You know, I
1: only usually expect to see that on the kids' races. At Chelan, I saw it all the time, and the kids, they call it the splash and dash. Yeah. Which is a, uh, you know, super short triathlon. And uh, then, you know, uh, the the, uh, Race the River weekend, the Saturday is a 12 and under. Athlon, and you know, so you're seeing the kids dart out of there with their helmets on, forget to take them off. We had a couple um, adult competitors actually make it a good distance onto the run and still supporting the brain bucket. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Didn't hey, you take one? You were kind I enough to one. offer to take one from said, a gentleman, hey,
0: just give it to me because we've got wireless mics. So I'll just run along. Say, Why don't you just give me your helmet and I'll keep it for you?
1: Nobody will laugh at you for the rest of the day. I
0: mean, trust me, you're gonna want it, you're gonna want this. Your family, you don't want that that finish yeah. line photo of you coming across with your arms up, looking like a dill rod.
1: Yeah, you know, and he, he we didn't bust his balls too no, hard, so he no. was okay with it. He knew we were kind of busting his chops a little bit, and he gave us the thumbs up, and knew he, you know, yeah. he was cool with it, and he was a nice guy. And what I love about that event is you've got, I mean, you've got guys like Roger and and uh, Garcia and, and those guys who are absolutely amazing. You know, Derek Garcia coming off a of fourth place at Ironman Lane Oh yeah. And uh you know, he won the event, did a you know, great race. And you're seeing that high caliber of athlete there and then you're also seeing people who are just trying it for the first time. I mean, I had some friends who were very nervous, who were never done a triathlon before. And I said, "This is the, you're going to be fine. This is the greatest first race for you to try out." And I think we've said this many times in the past and we also talked about it with Dave last week. About the approachability of a lot of these people and, yeah. and everybody's sharing and everybody's happy, you know, and we had, you know, in the kids race, we had people who were sharing helmets. We had kids who came to the race, didn't have a helmet, you know, and another kid's throwing it on the other kid's head, you know, and I, I just think that's really cool. And it was a lot of fun. It was a great event. And I think, uh, Christine with um, swim, bike, run Northwest, and um, you know Kurt. Of course, I'm going to mention Kurt because Kurt's one of the best guys in the world. I love Kurt. Man, oh yeah, uh, and uh, you know, and and it was great to great to see them still grow that event. It's such a big deal.
0: If they can grow it more, more power to oh, them. Oh my because god, because that that event will grow as big as space allows.
1: Yeah, and with that in mind, I come to our point of the uh, pack filler commandments. For this episode, at the very event we just covered yesterday, we had a—I'm not going to name any names—we had a gentleman who approached us uh, towards the end of the award ceremony who did not receive, apparently, the proper amount of accolades, of mention of his age group category. I will mention that he was in one of the higher age group categories. I will say that, um, yes— I agree. If you are in an age group category, whether it has one, whether it has 10, whether it has 10,000 people in it, it should be mentioned in the awards ceremony. There are ways to approach this. This gentleman did not approach this in a way that was proper. He was irate. He came up. He was whining. He was complaining. He bitched. He, said, he, he yelled at everybody involved in the race. And then he proceeded to stand on the top step of the podium and put his arms in the air, as if some sort of a rebellion against the establishment. You know what, sir? You just made another step in the douchebag Hall of Fame.
0: Well, wasn't the age group that he was technically in? It was a number and over. Yes, and he
1: was which forked. I am amazed and I'm impressed with people who do that. I mean, if you are of that age and you're still getting out there and busting your ass and doing it, hell yeah, we should mention you.
0: But it was it was like you know 900 years and old, older, and <laughs> which is fine. And and I I give you credit, but
1: I mean. Get a little closer there. You're backing away too far from to the mic. <sighs> no, nah, that's um too close, no. But, but yeah. I would
0: I would say i yeah, my, my mic levels have been a little hot all night, so I've been trying have to they? go well, back Paul and pop you down. Yeah, okay. Come
1: on. So uh There we go. How's
0: that? Yeah, that's good. I got, Make I got, love to the mic, man. I uh, know. That's what I usually do, and then I got in trouble for it once. <laughs> oh god. So uh but what we Trauma have queen. what we had there was somebody taking it out on the race organizers for not having enough categories exactly. in the awards. And I don't know if that's necessarily the best way could have gone around it because do we do it because there are a lot of people that are weight challenged also and yeah. we see uh the the some very very large people doing these these races and you know do they want to go one step over the athena category or one step yeah, over why don't the, you make a new category for me you know yeah. i mean I, this is not about everybody's a winner. I think everybody's a winner who completes the race yeah. and and who chooses to participate. In fact, good news is of the 850 people that competed yesterday, everybody who finished beat the person who chose not to do the race. Yeah. Um, and, and somebody said, ah, I just don't want to go. I don't want to do it. I'm scared. They beat all those people. And so maybe that's enough. If it's not enough for you, if you are doing this for the 50 cent piece of metal on the ribbon and the accolades, neck, yeah. um, you know, I, I think I can speak for Pat and even myself, I have thrown away more ribbons and more than trophies happy to give them to you. And, yeah. and I mean, stuff from my life that, you know, may not have all been cycling and, and everything else, but I've thrown away a lot of awards in my life. Yep. and, there's some that mean something, some that aren't. And you know, maybe maybe you shouldn't do that because really you're just ripping on volunteers and people who are providing that experience
1: for you. The Pack Filler Commandment, thou shalt not bitch to race directors, volunteers especially, or staff. If you have a problem with a race, if you are that offended, don't come back next year. Mm. Take a breath, maybe. Realize that we're all human and we're all trying to put together the best event possible for you. Or, you know what works for me? Sometimes, in the past, I've been upset with something. I've tweeted about it. I tweeted about Orbitz when I was coming home from Florida. I I was not happy with Orbitz. I thought they screwed something up big time with our reservations. Orbitz responded in 38 seconds. Social media is a powerful tool. If that's your problem, that's your problem. You know what? I I if 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 you're going to handle and behave yourself like this I I don't want to announce event I don't want to call your name out over a loudspeaker because you're a jackass.
0: Well, I I don't I don't say don't do anything. Of course, concert, I mean, constructive criticism yourself. is fine. Yes. You know, yes. and to come back even a day later and go, "Here's what went great about the race. Here's yeah. what didn't go well for me." Yep. But do not make it about you um i mean it's about look we're growing an event and events are what you like if you want to win an event then make it worth winning yeah and that's that's i guess what it is is i agree with pat on that one that uh particular person was probably out of line i don't think it was the first time he was out of line in his life
1: oh i I, Um, he he fit that bill he fit that personality so you just kind of Leave
0: it alone and, and let it go. But I would say for that particular person, he probably won't be back next year. And if he is, I don't know. He probably will win the same award where he gets to stand up on the podium by himself.
1: Yeah, and we will mispronounce his name completely on purpose. I joke that we do it on purpose. Sometimes we see these names with six consonants in a row, and it's really hard to say. And we give it our best shot. And so I always joke about that. But you know what? That's the kind of guy I'd screwed up on purpose. He'd be the guy
0: like Adam Smythe. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> um, yeah. No, I. Uh, no, I was pretty disappointed in his behavior. I, you know, I mean, obviously, anytime you do a race, nothing is flawless. But hats off again to those folks at Race River, and especially Christine and Kurt. I mean, oh
1: my yeah, Christine gosh, Christine doing it with a blown out knee too. Yeah,
0: doing it on her little jazzy scooter. Um, <laughs> Kurt kind of coming through in the pinch. I mean, and and everybody. I mean, yeah. I think the sourdough bread company. I mean, those. Yeah, everybody involved. Yeah, the Riverstone people. The Riverstone people. uh, A great race, and probably my favorite race of the year to do. Kirk
1: Dupuy, by the way, is like the Jedi master of race promotion. He can predict something's going to happen before it does. He'll stand in the transition and go, We need to move these codes six inches to the left. Why? Well, because. Trust me. There
0: will be a groove
1: worn by the by the pavement. Follow me, Padawan. Follow yeah. me, and I'm like, okay, okay, we'll do it. Um So I guess you know, and, and and this is kind of a perfect transition here too to the surprise I was telling Mark about. You know, I think the the Thou shalt not bitch is kind of a pretty much straight out to the rule. Don't be an asshole, right?
0: We sometimes fail.
1: No, yeah, okay. So I'm I'm going to read you. Something here on um, on a rule page of a website I have found, and I have made a not Bellaminati. No, Ooh. I have made a request for a podcast interview with the gentleman who wrote this. Okay, all right. I'm going to read you the simple page on this website that simply states rules. Okay, this is pretty mu- there's pretty much one rule. I'm reading directly from this page. Don't be an asshole. As for conduct on the road, I ranted about this once and have been able to refer back to it once every eight months or so. For my quick reference, and any new riders, here it is. I would like to make it abundantly clear that we are not, capital letters, regardless of numbers, a critical mass. We are not out there to purposely get in the way of motorized traffic. We make our best effort to keep it to one or two lanes where applicable, and we certainly do not plow through red lights. The way the FBC Spokane draws attention to the sheer number of cyclists in the city and the need for better ways to get around is to follow the rules of the road. Nobody likes an a-hole, so don't be one. If you feel like you need to continue riding against traffic, purposely slowing in front of motorized traffic, going through red lights, and otherwise making people angry with your bike, the FBC does not want you. Go get yourself run over on your own time. Not mine. If you are hurt in a traffic accident while riding for the FBC and it is your fault, it will likely be the last FBC fiasco, and I do not want you to... And I don't think you want that. I certainly don't. Finger-wagging over. Finger-wagging over was a part of that page. I'm not finger-wagging myself at you. I have made a request to the president of the the FBC, FBC being the F-word bicycle club, to come on full to this show, Full Moon Bicycle Club is what they go by. <laughs> Do they? Yeah, they go by the full well, moon. Well, it says Bicycle here at the top of the page, effing, effing, yeah, yeah, I
0: know, but they, but they, they call themselves the Full Moon Bicycle.
1: We have a little local organization in our in our city here uh, that. Uh, it, it, how do we it is a commuter it is a people it is a bicycle lifestyle kind of that alternative fixie kind of a lifestyle that we we tend to bash on our show you know and I would love to and I think we've made comments that we'd like to hear something from them. Oh, um, they need to come on the show absolutely. Absolutely. And um, and I w- I would be willing to go to a live uh venue and actually produce a show with the this group and and with these people and and talk to them because I think I think we have one thing in common and that is our love of the sport, or love it. They don't do it. And they might not do it as competitively as 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 mm-hmm. well as people we talk about. I, I haven't raced in a while, um, but I, I I would love to be able to talk to him. And this is my shout out to the to the head of the effing bike bike club to see if you'd be willing to come on the show and talk to us, e- even through a Skype call. I'd Boy, be willing to do something. You know like the that. the message
0: there is is dead on. Um, yeah, I I read there. this
1: today and I went, Good
0: Lord, I this. It's hard. It's. It's gonna be hard for them, especially when the Full Moon Bike Club. Um, <laughs> the Full Moon Bike Club their 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 goal is really to go from bar to bar. And there's yeah. nothing wrong with that because I mean we drink on the show and we are proud of it. Yeah, absolutely. Um so gonna to be tough to regulate behavior on that.
1: Yeah, oh of course. Uh
0: but I, I don't you put know, up the I, chicken I've wire always, in front of the stage. I I you know, I've always been very critical, if you will, of critical mass. I think Full Moon Bike Club, on the other hand, is a recreational thing and people yeah. love bikes and they're going around and doing stuff. I, I'm less critical of Full Moon Bike Club. I do think that when you drink and if you go from bar to bar and people are drinking and maybe getting intoxicated, you may be – and I'd, I'd love to hear his thoughts on this. You may be I agree. In, in increasing the risk, if you will. So I don't know. I mean – uh, full moon bike club isn't really my beef.
1: <laughs> you keep saying full moon, and I love it.
0: <laughs> you know, full moon. <laughs> I Bi- dropped
1: an f bomb at the beginning of the show. I think didn't I? Yeah, you did. Yeah.
0: Yeah, we're already explicit. Well, we're
1: all, I list us as explicit. <laughs>
0: but I just think full moon bike club doesn't need to necessarily um, stop doing what they're doing. In fact, I encourage them to get people as long as they follow the rules of the road and don't ruin it for me um great and and i think they can even be a little loose i yeah. mean you're gonna run into times where you go up on the sidewalk just like any cyclist yeah.
1: is gonna but- every every community has a group along this mentality i mean i mean this this fixie resolution this is not revolution this fixie movement is is a big thing and i mean i was a bike messenger in seattle washington for many years and i mean i was friends with a lot of these kind of guys and um I'm not comparing myself in one way or another. Uh, I, I just think it's a, it's a style. It's a way of life. And I would like to, um, uh, I just, you know, I'm under the mentality of, well, can't we all get along? So if we all are approaching bicycle advocacy, um, Lane creation, um, understanding, getting drivers understanding. Yours truly wrote a letter to the editor the other day that was published in our local newspaper dealing with people who can't understand why cyclists are allowed on country roads with no shoulders. Yeah. And, you know, we, as the FBC, as... Pack filler Productions, as the triathlon community, as the road cycling and mountain cycling community, we need to understand that there's something that needs to be done here. No matter what community you're in, there needs to be some advocacy because we're smaller in numbers and we're not going to win the battle against a car.
0: No, and but I, I do differentiate between us and FBC and... Critical mass. And I think there's a... Critical mass is a different thing, I think. I, and mass, I
1: think FBC is trying to separate themselves from and critical And I think mass.
0: they should. I think um, that that's... I, I, I First time I heard about critical mass, the the only thing that went through my mind was finally, yes, that's the best thing ever. I honestly, yeah. as, a, as an advocate and as someone thought, yes, you go out there, you have every right to be there, you have every yeah. right to do what you're doing. And then I saw one, and... I said, get off my roads, because you're not me, and you okay. don't represent what I speak. You, don't, you, you, you have nothing to do with me. You're making my life harder. I mean, you're the reason I got a 40 tossed at me this year. <laughs> and, uh, and so, quite frankly, yeah, critical mass... I mean, douchebags, every I, one of them. I think, but, yeah, I think, yeah. But FBC I think you're comparing two different not, things, so, That's yeah. why I'm saying, no, I really want to make the distinction here. Because yeah, FBC, that's why I'd like to have them come on. And FBC talk. is not critical mass. FBC is all about drinking and riding, though. Yeah. And so let's, let's be clear what that is, because FBC goes out at night on bikes, many of them not with lights, yeah. my understanding, and I could be wrong, and they go to bars.
1: So there's our invite. There's our invite. Try to get somebody from that representative club on the on the show a group skype of them i'll take a skype i'll take a, 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 a i'll take a a public venue if we mm-hmm. if we can guarantee we don't get beer bottles thrown at our heads um, they're pretty nice people i, I know absolutely a lot I know some guys who are in FBC. Yeah. so yeah and and so there we go and you know and speaking of the show um yours truly is i'm 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 the king of the geekdom in terms of Packfield productions and I listen to a lot of podcasts and I want to ask all of our listeners a huge favor, I simply want you to go on and rate us on iTunes. Ooh! Um, I don't care if it's a one star. I don't care if it's a six star. But you know what? We have been listed in the cycling category for uh, we've been we've been a, a podcast for a long time. Finally listed in the cycling category on iTunes, we have gone from the fifth page to the second page. We're moving Ooh. up quickly. And I I love and I can't thank our listeners enough for your support and being a part of this show. We get comments, we get questions and things like that, and we try to incorporate those into the show. Um, I have listened to a lot of other podcasts, and first of all, we're – we're the top rated explicit podcast. So I, I'm appreciative of that also. So yeah, yeah, we're, we're the only ones that are swearing and moving up the rate. Fuck yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know what? My, my, I also listen to a lot of the high end podcasts and I, I don't want to name any names because I'm about to say something negative. There's some really boring crap out there. People talking about bikes. And I like, and hopefully we're throwing in a couple laughs and we're keeping something excited in the hour plus we're on. Hopefully there's some love there too. Yeah, I mean, we love what we do. Absolutely, you know, and I I'm, I'm just uh, there are there are a couple ones, especially the top-ranked ones uh, uh, that I just I'm I'm blown away. I'm blown away. Um, either somebody's really doing some great marketing or somebody's got some naked pictures of some of Steve Jobs because there's no way you should be ranked that high and for doing something that boring. Oh, yeah. So, um, you know, do something about it. Take a stand. Tell your friend about the show. And, um, I don't want any money. We don't do this for money. We, we just, Mark and I open Yet. a up clear. Yeah. Don't uh, wait. Whoa, 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 whoa. Um, yeah. You yeah. Know, would we? Yes. Well, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, but you yeah, know, we're just like you. Yeah. It's a, <laughs> <laughs> it's a love of the sport and, and, and things like that. And if you've ever been out to see us at, at a live event, you understand that we're just having a lot of fun out there. And hopefully we bring that to you in the podcast. Uh, spread the word. Get on iTunes, give us some rankings, things like that. You know, because when I see the cycling page and it says what's hot and it's got ten shows and of the American, the you know, United States based shows they bore the crap out of me. Some of the European ones have a little bit more in-depth. They're they're talking to the racers. They're getting people on. Um, but boy, I tell you, come on. Let's 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 grow this beast. Let's make this, you know, a gigantic monster. And
0: quite frankly, we've grown eight times what oh, we
1: started out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I couldn't have... Thank you guys more. The growth has we, we we're doubling every month. You guys, and thank you so much for being a part of this podcast. It's it's a lot of fun. So enough ass kissing, I guess. Thanks again. Yeah, well, I'm, you know, and that's the end of another show. We've had a lot of fun. We're going to get some more guests on, and one of them might be a. FBC here. Never know. And I'm sure Mark will have a a field day with that one. Oh, yeah. We're going to pour some tequila down before we start that.
0: There might be some hard questions.
1: (laughs) (laughs) In the uh, converted dining room slash pack filler studio, my name's Pat Bolger. I'm Mark Hodson. We'll talk to you next time. Thanks, gang.